Hello, everybody. Today, this is Gosha from Cosmic Agency. Please stay tuned for the duration of this video, if you can, if you can, especially for the second part of the video, because there will be some interesting and very important information shared. And I want to keep it for the second part of this video. In the first part, I will mention briefly about an interesting phenomenon that has been observed throughout, I don't know, months, maybe even years, that we have discussed uh, with Zvaru. And this is about the mysterious, mysterious stairs that just keep popping up in the middle of the forest, mostly in the United States. And there are missing people, missing people cases attached to those, to the, to the sightings of those stairs. And as Varu explained, they are portals. They are portals to the 4D and mostly they are done by the reptile cabal. I'm sorry, I just like went into the topic right away, but it's because I have a lot of points to go through and the second part of the video will be very interesting, very important. So going back to the stairs, let me just tell you what she told us about these, these stairs. They are found in the middle of the forest, sometimes hundreds of kilometers from the nearest town. And they don't seem to be leading anywhere. They just appear out of nowhere. It seems that uh, they have been happening. They have been seen already on the plug level. There is a plug of these stairs everywhere. And they are portals. Sometimes they appear as luxury wooden stairs, sometimes even carpeted staircases in the middle of a national park, mostly in the United States. And they just don't go anywhere. And no one can understand where they came from and what they represent. Their, their architecture seems to be completely out of place. What else do I have? There can be, there can be any kind of design. There could be snail staircases or just straight ones. Apparently no two are the same. The people who usually find these stairs are forest rangers or rescuer, rescuers looking for missing people. Some of them are old, some of them are modern, uh, some of them are stained, some of them are not. When someone finds them and then leaves and then returns to the same place, like for example, if they want to show their friends what they found, those the staircase is not to be found. It just, it's gone, it disappeared. There is no trace of its existence at all. And the people who found them are not indifferent when, when they see, when they see those stairs, they report having, having fear, having terror, experiencing panic and need to run away and need to flee the area. Zvaru told us, if you ever come across a stair, a staircase like this, do not climb it. Take a picture. Just, just to, just to record this, you know, just to register this, but do not climb this. They are traps. They are traps. Now I'll explain how. Mostly they are, most probably they are reptilian cabal and they are to basically trap people, suck people into the 4D. How were they detected? The Tigetan ships actually in the orbit detected them by the influx influx of the energy in that portal. We can actually, they say, we can detect energy flows from portals opening and closing all over the world, but they are concentrated in North America. She said it has been months since this has been studied and, and observed and, and picked up on, but uh, 
we they were not ready to to say what they were. The frequencies picked up from these portals indicate that they carry the frequency of the 4D density. And from there, the, the people who, who are taken from there are taken to the bases or to a 4D or, or to a ship. Yes, the people who have climbed these staircases report that halfway going up, halfway, halfway through, and with each step they take, Everything becomes more and more unreal. The sounds of the birds, for example, just stops, stops. There are no more, no more birds chirping and, and the strange fog appears and begins to appear. When, for example, before they started climbing up the, the staircase, the sun, the day was very sunny and bright. Uh, so they believe, the Tagetans believe this is a form of abduction. So I asked, what do they do with the people who they kidnap this way? Well, the answer is they most obviously, they usually eat them because reptilians eat the people. We don't know, they say, we don't know who the builder is exactly. But it is quite certain that it is related to the cabal and kingu reptiles. They are traps just like mouse traps. There are no reports of reptilians coming down their stairs. No one is coming down. Just the people who are going up, they feel this terror, the, fr- the, 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 the fear overwhelming them and invading them. There are so many reports, there's actually so many reports of people missing in those places. And they, when the people disappear, they just simply disappear from this plane. So I'm just mentioning this as a curiosity, but also as a sort of a warning, because this phenomenon is real. And if you ever come across a staircase like this, just be careful. Do not, do not climb it in any way. Okay. Now. On to the second part of the video, which is going to be the main part of the video. And I need to mention several very important points. Before I get to the points, though, and the points being strictly related, I want to make an announcement. <laughs> and this announcement is that Zvadu and the Taigetans are back. Yes, we are back in a communication with them. It has been ongoing for quite some time right now. It's just that we were not authorized really to, to reveal it to the public. And, uh, their, the reasons for this are very complex. The reasons for them leaving before are also very complex. Although I do not really perceive them as uh, having left. I have always felt that they are around and that they will be back. It's just a temporary, temporary pause in our communication. So we are very happy. We are very excited and we have so much more to share apart from the videos that I have to make from the past. Now we have new material. Now, one of the reasons why they, they couldn't communicate during this time is because it has to be remembered. It has to be remembered. They didn't come here to post on YouTube. They don't have absolutely no obligation to no duty to be posting and publishing material on our channels. This is something that we decided voluntarily to do. Uh, but as they always say, we didn't come, we didn't come 440 light years to post on YouTube. And this doesn't mean that it, you know, it diminishes the importance of our task. It's just that what they have been involved with is on so much a different level. Varu has been very busy, you know, 
performing her duties in a different league, so to speak. And uh, there was just no time to deal with with the with the YouTube channels at the moment. But there are other reasons, of course. There's a, there's a multitude of the, of reasons. You know, the situation is complex. Uh, they are extraterrestrials. They are, like I said, involved in so many tasks at the same time. Like it, like it says here, Svaro is in many places and speaks with other people in politics and advanced science media. Yes. So, so of course, it is acceptable and accepted that, that we have been pulled or put on hold. Of course, <laughs> I was never really very anxious. I knew they would be back and I, I, I trusted them and I trusted this, this whole process. What also needs to be remembered, I'm going to mention several different points that they want you to keep in mind in the, in the evolution of this, of this disclosure process through my videos. First of all, I want you to remember that the image and the perception that you might get of them through my videos, uh, through the choice of the topics, through the way I, exp I express things about their reality is is my perception and it's my interpretation and it is filtered in some way by my understanding of how they are. But their reality is still so much more. There's so much more to them. There's so much more to Zbaru. There's so much more to the totality of each single piece of information that I give. So just keep that in mind because people are constructing their image and their, their view of how they are and how Zvaru is based on what I say, what, what we, me and Robert present to the public. But just remember, you know, this is just a small tip of the iceberg, what we are doing here. They are so much more. And as, as she says here, I'll be like quoting, I'll be quoting her words here also. As she says, the image of, of or perception of me in your videos is only logically a personal interpretation of you, but that doesn't summarize everything that I am. And with that, it also lends itself to complicated things not being explained in their entirety. Because also this medium, with this medium, the writing, they are not explained in their entirety. And sometimes they cannot be explained in their entirety. Okay, so just keep this in mind moving forward. Now, the, the communication dynamics will, is different now. They are, they are busier than before. They have coordinated our contact in a different way. We don't have individual sessions anymore. It's all done in groups, talking with Roberts and... The topics will also will be coordinated in a different way, will be addressed, different topics will be addressed, but I will get to that a bit later on. What I want to mention now is in the last days, we have been discussing with them the possible, the possible finish of this disclosure. Okay. Even though I don't like this word disclosure because in Spanish it sounds fine, divulgación, but for some reason in English it has such a connotation, disclosure. I don't know if what I'm doing is, yeah, it is, it is a sort of a disclosure for sure, because disclosure will not be done for the government. It will be done for the individual people like me. Still though, it's such a big word, <laughs> disclosure. But let's, let's just stick to this word. We were talking about them possibly considering the finish of this disclosure, giving us more and more information. It's not definite. It's just, it's just being considered. By the way, different things are always considered at the same time. This is just one of them. And I want you to, to know, to be aware of why they are, they, they, they have been considering this. Uh, you know, one of the agendas 
one of, because there are so many agendas, but one of the agendas of them being here in the orbit and helping and doing all this and even contacting us is, as Zvarul said some time ago, to teach, to teach my, 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 my race and all interested races how the, co- the direct contact can work so that they can understand the thinking of the human beings with respect to the direct contact. Forming of patterns and strategies to get, to get in contact with the inhabitants of the earth. Uh, where and how to start the contact. Uh, documenting everything in the process. You know, teaching other races and their own race protocols of the contact. Seeing the reaction, examining. They are really examining and studying everything. So, Svaru says, this has been, in a way, accomplished. So, with that being accomplished, perhaps there's no need to further the official contact with the, with, with the race. But of course, there are other agendas of why this contact um, took place. Uh, Asket, at the time we were talking with Asket, she also mentioned the agenda of taking care of their star seeds. She says, we also have another agenda, and that is to return the star seeds home, wake them up, prepare them for their return. We take care of our, of, of, of our families as do other races involved here. By the way, I'm translating from Spanish, so forgive me if I stutter sometimes doing the translation in my head very fast. So taking care of the star seeds, waking them up, that could be one of the agenda also. That is one of the agendas of them being here and during doing this disclosure, giving the information to people. However, here's Varu says, and it's one of the possible reasons why perhaps this giving away of the information is no longer necessary. Maybe it has never been. This is what she says. The star seeds, they know what to do. They will return home anyway when it's their time. In many ways, we even have been destructive or invasive with contacts, even when we were trying not to be. And the concept of awakening people, well, most star seeds do not wish to be awakened. That's their plan. Or they will return home even without even not being awakened as it has been planned and designed by them since before they were born. For humans, the earth is the only thing that exists. They worry and stress seeing it as the only thing and the only place, because for them it is. But for us, it is just one more planet among countless. It is not the only planet far from that. And humans are free to live as they want, with interferences or not, with the matrix or not. It's just one more experience. There is nothing bad on Earth. It's just as it should be. This will be explained a little more, a little uh, later. There is nothing bad on Earth. It's just as it should be. You don't like it. Then reincarnate in another place next time. Just remember, Svaru here is speaking from her higher level of herself, as she's multidimensional being, just as we are all in a way, but she's very conscious of it and she's aware of her other planes of being, as she is a 70 star seed. So she's talking here from that higher expanded point of view, from which, as I think I mentioned that many times before, and she never gets tired of mentioning that, that 
from which from that level everything as it should as is as it should be and everyone is where they are supposed to be where where their frequency matches so so let's continue it, it will be understood more she she says I do not agree with wheels of samsara, nor with tunnels of light traps, trapping souls, and archons after death. None of this is necessary if the souls do so return to earth by their own will. For me, the explanation is much simpler. The earth is there to be as it is. People enter there, incarnate there of their own will, because they want to have that experience. Many people will argue otherwise. They will say they do not want to suffer, that they did not ask for it to en- upon entering the earth. And from their point of view, they are, ro- they are right. Their point of view is valid. But things look very different from the other side. The motivation is different as well as the reasons for coming are different. They are not, they are not the same values. They are not the same values and importance is not given to the same things. From the point of view of the earth, what is valuable is materiality, money. From the side of souls, souls even beyond 5D, from the side of souls, what has value is experience, action, ethics. The concepts of good or bad are only isolated, are relative to people, relative to their framework and values. Good and evil are not something that exists apart from people, from their ideas. So we have no right to decide what is good or bad for people. We are just more noise. So here, as I always say, they they are very worried. They are very considerate about not imposing their values and their views of what is right, what is wrong on people. So in this way, that in this way, they see the continuation of giving the information as something that is being unnecessary and imposeful and imposing on humanity. They are always, you know, between in that, in that realm between, you know, knowing how far, how far they can give so it is okay. How much, how much can they give so it is just offering the alternative? And when does it become the imposition? They, they always have this, this, this dilemma because they see our situation from such a different angle, from such a higher spiritual angle where, where everything really is as it should be, and souls are choosing these experiences, especially Zvaro. This is Zvaro speaking. This information is from Zvaro. Okay, so I have this to say at this point, like from my own understanding of things and from my understanding of why this disclosure and continuation of giving the information is important. What I have to say is this. If we are the match to everything and we are the match to the 3D, and everything is as it should be. So are we the match to this information being given at this point? Because we are being given this information at this point. So if we are being given this information at this point, it's because at some point we have been a match. In some part of our consciousness, we are the match to this information. We have called it upon from within the realms of our souls and it has manifested. It has it has been given. Zvaru has emerged in our realities 
And if we assume and we take as, as truth and valid that everything is where it's supposed to be, everything is and it should be, so it must apply to the disclosure itself also. We haven't attracted this disclosure and this information coming from Zvaru out of nothing and for no reason. Because, as she says, everything happens for a reason. Everything is there for a reason because it is a match. So we have been a match to this information, to this disclosure. That's why there is validity and importance and usefulness to this information and to her existing in our life. It's not imposition. It's not imposition. It's our own decision that our soul's decision that we have manifested this to our life, this information coming from Tigetans. If someone has not been a match to this information, they will be never drawn to this channel. As you see, this channel still doesn't have a lot of viewers because those viewers have not been a match to this information yet. And that's fine. Whoever is not a match to this information, they will never be. Or even if they are, they might dismiss it as unreal and false and fraud to them. However, the rest of us, I believe, according to the, to the information given by the Zvaru herself, everything is, is as it should be. So, so is also this disclosure. This disclosure is as it should be. And, and there is, there is a point and validity and utility to it being continued. That's my view. As she says here, the star seeds always know what they are doing. Okay, so if we take that as as a valid point, then us attracting this disclosure, you know, it, it we know what we are doing and we have attracted this for a reason. I'm kind of here like speaking to, to Zvaru at the moment, like trying to give her the arguments why I believe this information, the continuation of giving this information is important. That's just like my, my, my two cents from my uh, reality. And I'm pretty sure many of you will agree with me because we have been hungry of knowledge and wisdom from higher planes. Let me continue. Uh, now she here addresses it's the same it's the same subject. Other reasons why they were considering why you know this this disclosure may not be necessary. This is another another argument. The concept that the suffering of the earth, the suffering of the earth, the matrix has to end, comes not only from the point of view of good versus evil of the earth, ideas and values of the material world already incarnated, but also comes from a point of view that is linear, where there is a past, present, and future. That's why the concept that something in progress has to be finished, talking about the matrix situation. However, from the side of the souls, she says there is no such a thing, there is no time. So there is nothing to finish, nothing to liberate us from, because there is no... (laughs) There is no beginning, there is no end, there is no future, there is no past. So, you know, she's seeing it from such a such a unlinear point of view that, yeah, if you see it from that point of view, there is nothing, nothing to end. There is no suffering to end because there is no end, right? There is no beginning and no end. But this is such a, such an expanded perspective. Now, this continues. Because as you will see, even though Svaro has this expanded perception of the situation, she also 
being a multidimensional being that she is, she also sees the validity of our need to finish the suffering and the matrix. And she supports the fight, you know, against the matrix and the cabal. Come on, she's, she's there. She's up there. She's, uh, she's on the front front of this fight. She's very in, she's a key element of this fight. So even though she sees it from that high perspective as nothing is necessary, don't be fooled. She is a warrior and she's fighting for us in many, 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 many ways. And you will here understand this perspective. It is said, she says, that the concepts of the new age, that everything is love and light and never focusing on the negative, is used or promoted by the intelligence agencies so that people do not do anything, so that they do not protest, so they do not fight. Love and light, everything's good, focus on the positive. This promotes this, hey, do not fight, everything is good as it should be. So she says, this is truth up to a point. From the point of view of the current incarnation, you must fight for your values, for your rights. From your, from the point of view of the current incarnation. So from the point of view of this current incarnation, the continuation of the information being given to us by them is important. But, and there is always a but, but it is a part of the game, fighting for the values. Huh? fighting for the values. It is part of the game and the point of view of the incarnation or the matrix. Fighting for your rights is valid. But from the most expanded point of view, from other planes, seeing the earth and its problems from the outside, everything is as it should be. Do not worry about anything. When each person each soul decides to get out of there, terminating the game, they will return to wherever that person calls home. No one is ever lost. So that's very beautiful. I, I like this. I like this very much. No one is ever lost. Yes. And having faith in the order of things. And that's also, ha that's, has been part of my philosophy for a very, 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 very long time. I do believe in the order of things, even in the greatest suffering and pain and confusion. However, I, I am also seeing it from the 3D perspective, from this point of view, from this incarnation where I do see the validity of fighting the matrix. And so I will. Now, going back to this imposition of values, this is still on the topic of why this continuation of the disclosure may not be necessary. She says, other races external to the earth, including us, do not have the right to impose our ideas or values on the population. Because from the moment we write from a position of authority, whatever that is in this case, yes, we are imposing in some way. As I said before, even with the best or greatest possible intention and tact, we are always invasive, as Salvador Freixedo said. Now, I want to add to this point something on my own, something from my own inner contemplation of the situation. So yes, I understand they don't want to be imposing. I understand the earth is as it should be from higher planes. Okay, but now, 
every D, every density has its priorities, its angles, and its perspectives. And yes, we are multidimensional, so we're always shifting back and forth. That's why the situation is so complex. And that's why it's so more, more complex even for her, because she's really shifting up and down all the time. So with each D, each D density having its priorities and perspectives, telling us in a 3D perspective, that everything as is as it should be. That's why this and this is not necessary. That's why the fight against anything is not necessary. That's why the disclosure is not necessary, giving the information. That's a very C, that's a very 7D perspective. In that way, that could be viewed as a 7D imposition on our choice of being in a 3D and fighting. We have been here in the 3D, okay, for a reason, but maybe one of the reasons why the soul chose to be here is to experience, to ask for help, is to experience, to receive knowledge from the external ET sources. Maybe they have come here to experience how it is to fight the game of evil and good. So in this sense, telling those souls here that everything is as it should be and there is no utility in in the fight and in the disclosure it is could be could be perceived as the imposition of the 70 perspective on the 3d experience that the souls chose to have i'm only saying this just to calm zvaru down that giving us this information is not the imposition and not giving the information would be, that could be the imposition of a 7D perspective and 7D values. I'm just like philosophizing at this moment uh, with something that I have been feeling about this, 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 uh, this subject, because I sincerely, uh, believe in the validity and the importance of the, of the disclosure and the receiving of the knowledge, even though I also see how from their perspective could be imposing something on the, on the souls in the 3D. But as I said, there is like a higher, higher beyond that imposition, which is, which is something I already explained, withdrawing, withdrawing the disclosure based on the fact that from the 7D, everything is, is it should be. That's in a way imposing the 7D angle on the 3D experience of souls. And that experience would be receiving assistance to their awakening. That could be part of their plan to come here to experience the assistance. That if everything is as it should be, then us receiving this assistance is also part of, of that which should be. I don't know if I am like driving myself crazy with these ideas right now. I'm not sure if anybody understands me at this point. But I just I just I just I just insist that we we do want to keep receiving this information. I think it is it is it is owed to the humanity in a way, according to the framework of us wanting this information. And that's why it is old. So 
yeah, it's a complicated subject, and I and I am seeing it from all these different angles at the same time. So imagine if it is difficult, if it is complex from 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 here for us here, you know, once we get tangled with this with this idea, just like I did now one minute ago. Imagine how more tangled it is for them from for from from their perspective, and you have to really appreciate the dilemma they have been in, helping, not helping, how much helping, you know, ah. However, let's continue here with the subject. The The good thing is, the good news is that the information will be given, as I believe. It's just that not certain, not all the topics, not all the topics will be given uh, because of three main reasons. Main, the first reason is that some of the topics are very heavy and uh, dangerous. That could be actually dangerous for both me and Robert. They could put us uh, you know, in a dangerous, very delicate situation. And you, everybody, I imagine, wants us to continue. And so uh, we appreciate, Varu, your, your, your worry about our safety. I think it is an important and valid point. Another point is the Federation. You know, the Federation with all its rules and active controls, they, the Tegetans cannot at this point as Varu, because Varu is a main source of information. Actually, she is, I would say, the only source of information. Svaru Aneka is assisting a lot recently. Thank you, Aneka. Hello. But Svaru is the is the number one source of the information and knowledge and wisdom. So not much more can be given at this point because of the Federation controls. And also there is a third reason why, for example, no more technology information can be can be provided. It's because people with little little ethics, as she says here, little ethics would steal these ideas, concepts, and material. You know, it's been given free. It's been given free throughout our channels. And, you know, some of it has been technological. We have been talking about free energy, about stealth navigation, how the ships operate. There was supposed to be a second part of that article, but for the above mentioned reasons, for now, it will not be given. So some topics will be censored and it is completely understand understandable. Now, this is interesting. Zvaru came up with the idea and Zvaru and Aneka came up with the idea of giving us little short videos about their daily life, about daily life. And I'm really excited about this section of the videos because I really think it is time for us to stop looking at the lights in the sky. It's old. It's boring. This stage is over. If we are really pushing for them coming closer with our race and our two civilizations, and not just two, but many, many, many civilizations coming together and us becoming interstellar, then it's time we really, you know, started to get interested in who is behind those ships, what their message is, what their daily lives are, what they do, like when they wake up in the morning and when they go to sleep, what their lives are like. It's time. It's time to, to know these details. So I'm really excited about this section of the videos. You know, as, as some people said on a Spanish channel, it's Tigetan space opera, space soap opera. Yes. 
it is. It is. It is a cosmic soap opera, but I'm not saying this in a negative way. It's just life. This is called life. Just like we here on Earth have our daily activities and our stories and our lives, so do they. They are people. And they have even more complex stories behind their daily activities. So as Aneka here says, I think Aneka said that this soap opera about us already exceeded who know how many who knows how many times the sagas of Star Wars or Star Trek. And it's true. We have been given so much information and we have been given so much communication and details and in the in the last days, in weeks, we have been talking to so many more of them. Actually, we have talk, we have talked to men for the first time, and many, many, many more of them. It's just it's just becoming more and more complex. It's it's amazing. There are more data here, strange science, more science, more concepts given, and different points of view. It just never ends. So imagine what it would take if someone just came up with this, if it was just an invention. And we continue giving and giving more and more information and details of our society, of our life, of our reality. And the well never dries. Only more and more data uh, is given that explains the preview, the, pre- the previous ones. What would the agenda be if we are not who we say we are? Why so much effort to put together this huge cosmic soap opera? It's true. <laughs> it's true. And you will see some of it, some of the, some of the details given uh, about their daily life will be very sci-fi, but you know, some of them will be very normal. That's the thing. Some of it, some of it will be very normal. Some of it will be very sci-fi. I think it's time to bridge this gap and see what they are all about. Like really in full honesty. I also want to mention a little bit about, I'm sorry, this is, this is becoming quite long, but you know, this is like the video announcing their return. And there are many points that they wanted, they wanted us to mention. So you have to understand again that this communication is limited to writing. One of the reasons why it is limited to writing is because they need to have a common framework with us. You know, uh, Aneka here says that, that that is the precise reason and the idea behind limiting the contact of the writing to not to be invasive telepathically, because that will be the definite proof. And in the eyes of the Federation, that is not allowed, not allowed to give definite proof or is not convenient. So that's why they are coming down to our level with our technology, with what we can do and how we can operate and function. And this is writing. This is internet. This is on our level. This is allowed. The idea of contact in writing is precisely to limit this, to be equal in circumstances and abilities. Because one of the directives is that this civilization cannot be contacted with the means and with the methods that are superior to that, to that civilization. So this is equaling the circumstances. This is allowed. Aneka says, you have 10 fingers in your hands, five in each as we do. The keyboard limits us and equals the people, us and you. The idea is not to be able to use telepathy. To communicate with you, we have to have a common framework. And the moment we have it, they will see us in common with them. And that's also the, the idea. However, having this common framework and having so much in common is also a cause of 
problems because now that they have accomplished this, and there is a lot to be accomplished in order to find this common framework with us sometimes, linguistic, linguistically, for example, once they have accomplished that and they do appear human, some people say they appear too human. Oh, another dilemma. How to appear to humans so that we can communicate, so, so, so that we can have a common framework, but so we don't appear too human at the same time, so we can be taken seriously as the extraterrestrials that we are. It's been a nightmare of a dilemma for them, and they have been analyzing this and analyzing this and analyzing this. The language, the language. Many of them learn languages as sponges. You know, they absorb, they absorb the languages and they study the, the, the human mind in this way. Aneka, for example, is a cultural sponge that learns to study and apply what, what, what she sees. Many misunderstandings come up because words mean something different in each language. Like, for example, if Aneka speaks six languages, the same word may mean something different in a different language. Add to this the misinterpretation coming from the difference of mentalities of the languages itself. Because, as she says, the meaning of words differ drastically among those on earth with how we interpret them here. Only speaking normally, yes, misunderstandings arise because we do not have the basis of everyday use of a language. To understand the daily use, we resort to the terrestrial movies. We study them. They watch the movies, they listen to music, they follow everything that's happening. And then if someone from Earth criticizes us or sees us as too human, it's because they don't know what is behind. We have studied this. We have studied the communication. And not just much, not just because of the study, but because Aneka and I, and this is Varokas, is Varo speaking, Aneka and I are not like normal Tigetans. We are trained for contact. We can pass for human if we want to, but we can also be very extraterrestrial in just a second. Yes, they specifically have been trained for contact. Not all the Tigetans are capable of communicating with humans, not just because of the language differences, but because of the mentality differences. They haven't been trained for this, even though they are humanoid. So a lot of, as you see, a lot of issue at hand. As we have been speaking about this, about them contacting us and appearing too human, them worried about that, it was brought up that perhaps other races that don't look like humans should be the first ones to be contacting the humanity. Because maybe this way it could be more acceptable, so more socially acceptable because we have these expectations of the extraterrestrials, you know, as a, with antennas and green heads and big eyes. Maybe that would be more acceptable. And they said, Zvaru says, hmm, the problem is if we have problems communicating with your race, they will have more. The mentality is very different. Both they and you do not have the capacity to understand each other. That apparently is impossible even in our case here, even them, Tigetans and other races. We do not understand each other as races. So it will be impossible for us to communicate with other races because the mentality differences, the gap will be just too much in our psychology, linguistically, and other areas. So... This is, this is basically it. All these reasons for, for perhaps 
not continuing with the dis- this disclosure of information. It's just something that was on the plate. They always, you know, are considering different things and different angles, especially Zvaru. But I don't think that, uh, you know, it, it will finish at any, any time soon. We have many more ideas of what we want to do with them. But at the same time, you never know, you know, this, this changes day by day. Today, today it is that this and tomorrow, you know, it could be something else because they are in a constant, constant flux and movement and flow. Well, what do you think about, about this? What do you think about, about what I said? Leave the comment. By the way, I'm sorry. I can't respond to your comments and to all of your questions and your messages and your emails. I'm just technically not capable of doing that at the moment. I have to run two channels, Spanish and English, and and publish so many more videos, so many videos in English. So, but I will. I always read the comments. I always. I always read those, and it's, I'm interested to see what you what you have to say. Uh, well, so anyway, good news is they are back, and we will be back with much more interesting, very controversial. Some of it will be, yes, controversial stuff. I'm ready to keep pushing this until the end of times, which for me, the end of times would be the liberation of Earth completely and absolutely into the 5D interstellar existence. Well, I will try to be here with you as much as, as for as long as I can. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to see you in the next video, of course. Okay. Thank you. Bye.